Bova, have you and Jeff ever slept with the same woman? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe. But I, don't, it's, I don't think so. Have you ever watched me? <laughs> I don't think we have. I did what? I did walk in on his uh, on his uncle once. I was gonna say Jeff. Uh, <laughs> Jeff lit was late letting me in because he had to go do something for his uncle real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was brutal. I went back and watched it in slow mo. <laughs> trying to think. <laughs> No, because you spent all your college years in a different state. Hmm. Yeah, and then when I came back, I had a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> college. Yeah, you know, in college. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Cash out's down to 60 bucks. Yeah, you should have taken no, that. No, let it ride. It's 12 bucks, Bo. Twelve bucks for what, like five grand? Yeah, let it ride. I it's guess so. Twelve. It's the Nuggets. The Nuggets are supposed to win by eleven and a half, and they're up by two at halftime. But it's the Rockets, so that could still. So they're going to win by twenty-two. They might. And the Pelicans have to win by five and a half, and they're up three with three minutes left. Against two. Thunder. Oh yeah. You would think. I mean, that's why I took it. Yeah, these were all spreads, Bo. I don't know if you noticed that. All spreads. I didn't look that closely. I just saw the cash out, and there was like a bunch of games. <laughs> a bunch of stupid fucking games. I got bored this afternoon. Well, that's cool. One day you're going to hit. Made some extreme bets. Yeah, next week's a no-go. Okay. We well, all got going on i'm just getting shit done I, I need a break yeah i spend all my yeah. free time working on this podcast <laughs> I, I, like i don't do anything else except for maybe like party <laughs> but like i need to get like some serious shit done <laughs> okay well let's just begin Welcome to House of Hoops with Bo, Byron, and Jeff. I'm Jeff Hausman coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. This is episode 127. It's Monday night, November 28th, 2022. Thank you for listening. <laughs> what are we going to do tonight? It's week seven in the NBA. In this week's episode, we have the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Indiana Pacers to talk about. Got a little recap. I have NBA news. I have a follow-up from last week. We're going to talk about Thanksgiving, maybe? I don't know. Hang out, talk some hoop. 
loose. Try to stay awake. I gotta go do something for my uncle first. <laughs> Leave your door unlocked. <laughs> um, please visit our website, houseofhoops.com. H A U S of hoops.com. There you can purchase merchandise for Christmas gifts and support. A small podcast with no funding. We're going to be covering the NBA the way we see it. Things that we watch in the NBA. What's going on, y'all? Hey. hey. How's it going, man? Hey. Mans. How's everybody doing? Good, 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 good. Pretty good. Yeah. I totally forgot to introduce you guys. So, Bo's here, as usual, coming from St. Paul, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Hi, how are you? Hey, Bo. Hey, Bo. Hey. We're in Minnesota now. I started thinking about White Lotus and I just completely forgot like what I was doing. Brian's here <laughs> in studio. <laughs> hey. Hey. How's the energy level tonight? That was a pretty somber intro. <clears throat> I do not like it. I'll throw that one in the trash yeah. after this. A little uh could use a little more energy off the bat, you know. I made that song in the dark. Yeah. yeah. I could tell. <laughs> It wasn't bad. Probably just not your best uh, your best work as a not my podcast intro. It's not my energy level artist. I was going for. And when you got here, I realized it like dawned on me. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. This isn't going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> Brian walks up, Bo, when he got here. And he goes, hey, do you have like a Celsius or something? No. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? I was like, he goes, or hard liquor? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got some hard Mountain Dews. How about that? That's what I'm drinking. <laughs> oh. We're trying to get the energy level up here. We're working on it. Bo, how are you? I'm, I'm great. I'm excellent. Did you celebrate Thanksgiving? Yes, we did. We went to uh, Kate's cousin's house with uh, her aunt, two of her aunts, and uh, her cousins were there. Two sets of cousins were there with kids, and we had turkey and stuffing, and oh, did the Thanksgiving thing. Okay, it was nice. Yeah, it was. Not, it, was it was a nice visit. Anything good happen? Well, nothing bad happened. So that's good. Went for a walk with uh, Kate, her dad, her cousin, and myself. Oh yeah, the old the, the old Thanksgiving walk, huh? Left the kids behind. 
It was that or sit on the couch and watch the end of the Bills game, and I opted to go for a walk. Okay, so you stayed up in Minnesota? Mm-hmm. We didn't go anywhere. Yeah. We stayed in the, the Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. What else have you been up to last week? Let's see. Did the Thanksgiving thing. We Kate and I went out Saturday night, had a little date night. Mm. Did, you, did you go to like a piano bar? No, there was some downtown St. Paul. They had a, um, they do like some kind of outdoor, I don't know, like carnival thing or bizarre. I don't know what they call it. Holiday fest with booths and there's people selling shit. So she wanted to check that out. And oh, okay. then we went and got a bite to eat at a place downtown and then went to this brewery that we like. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. When you guys do something like that, do you hire like a babysitter? Yeah, there's a bunch of like, there's a bunch of teenagers, teenage girls in the neighborhood. Oh, okay. The guy that uh, you played poker with, Paul, do you remember him? There's like Paul guy. 12 he, people he got, there. He got, he got the food for you. And then I think he ended up oh, yeah. beating you. Is that what, is that the guy that beat you? I don't remember if he, I think, I think he was. Yeah. Damn it. Um, I'm still mad about that. That was his older, oldest daughter. Oh, okay. You know, it's like that network. That's cool. She's learning. Yeah. A valuable lesson. Yes. Responsibility. Skills. Mm -hmm. She's accumulating skills. skills. Accumulating Mm -hmm. skills. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. How about you, Brian? What have you been up to? Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. Yeah. I did have a good Thanksgiving. As as typical for the Clark family Thanksgiving, I cooked the bird. Yeah. My outdoor propane air fryer. Whoa. And it came out awesome. Yeah. So with an air fryer, big success. Yeah, it's like a big barrel. It's basically like an outdoor uh, convection oven. I guess is the best way to put it. It's like an it's an oilless fryer. Mm. It's just a huge air fryer. That's crazy. Yeah, to cook a fourteen pound bird, you're going through almost half a tank of propane. Whew. How much does propane cost these days? Ah, uh, you can get it. You can get a tank with the uh, after your deposit. If you if you turn in, you know, an empty tank for like f- forty to fifty bucks. Oh, okay. Depending on where you go. Mm. But no, turkey came out well. We had a good time. Mm. More food than we needed. Uh, we went to my brother's house. My brother bought a new place. I guess last year. Oh yeah. <clears throat> kind of. One neighborhood over from my parents in Carville, which is a suburb of Memphis. So he's been really all gung-ho about having all the family gatherings over at his house, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Because we'll just trash his house. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. No cleanup. Exactly. No cleanup before or nope. after. Exactly. Yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> so no, it was a success. Other than, other than dumping turkey brine all over my new Nikes, which... Uh, I left mid cook to take them home mm. and throw in my washing machine. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Changed into my yard shoes and headed back out there. Oh man. Yeah. Classic Brian. You know. It's always something. Whoops. It's always something. Other than that, just uh <laughs> worked. We were super busy at work for the holiday week. Yeah, uh, we were closed on Thursday, which is nice. We we the restaurant closes on Thanksgiving every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of made up the business the other days we were open. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched some basketball. 
And I watched some White Lotus. And uh, I watched something cool. Oh. Um, I, I won't say that I'm the biggest Bruce Springsteen fan in the world, but I am a fan. I like him. Oh, did you watch the Howard Stern thing? I watched thing? the Howard Stern thing. Oh, was it any good? It was. It's. It starts out, I thought it was going to be bad the way it started out. I was unaware that Howard Stern and Bruce Springsteen had, like, beef. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, like, apparently Howard Stern was not a, not a big Bruce Springsteen fan and, like, made fun of his wife. <laughs> oh, man. Like, on the show a lot. Oh, no. man. <laughs> uh, but I guess... Uh, who doesn't like Bruce Springsteen? I, don't, I have no idea. I mean, I don't know. Like uh, Howard Stern's like a punk rock and like Stones guy. And I, I could just see how like, you know, rock kind of diverged into like punk rock and like grandiose 80s stuff. And Bruce is definitely on like the, the grandiose side. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, it, it starts out. It starts out kind of awkward. Like it doesn't seem like Bruce really wants to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they kind of like start opening up to each other and it ends up, it ends up being pretty good. It's long. It's like two hours long. Oof. And so after we watched white Lotus, like we were just up and it came on after. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Jen was like, I heard this is really good. I was like, all right, we'll check it out. It ended up being pretty good. He brings like a guitar. There's a piano in the studio. And so he's kind of like playing some songs and discussing like his process and yeah. Howard Stern asked some really good questions about the beginning of his career and the beginning of his superstardom. (laughs) For some reason, Robin is there through Zoom, but not to ask any questions. You just hear her like laugh every once in a while. Yeah. Throwing a little comment. (laughs) It's like, I don't know why. I don't know why. She just, uh, well, it could be a couple things. One, she's like contractually obligated. Maybe, yeah. Or it could be because. Howard just doesn't want to be alone with Bruce. Yeah. yeah. He needs like someone else to bounce mm-hmm. off of. Yeah. There was no, there was no bouncing though, really. Yeah. Like you just kind of forget she's there and then somebody says something funny and you start to laugh and you're like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Robin is still on the TV screen. And that's okay because Howard, maybe he likes that someone is there to react mm-hmm. to him. So he's not just like, I don't know if that was funny. Yeah. Like I'm not saying she shouldn't have been there. But yeah. I don't really know. She didn't really serve a purpose. Uh, maybe more of a purpose. Maybe it's a, it's probably edited for Howard. She, maybe that you know. Maybe maybe she did more before they kind of edited it down to like just the Howard and and Bruce stuff. But it's possible they were already at two hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was it was good. It was they, good. They might have been it. at three hours. Or four. They might have recorded yeah. for like four hours. Yeah, you there's know? no telling. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. But it was good. It was worth watching. I didn't even know. I didn't even know it existed until it came on. I had no idea. Well, you know who a good person to bring in to talk about that would be. Yes, I do. <laughs> but do you have enough time to do that? No. Our, <laughs> our mutual former employer, Ron. Oh yeah. Listen to every single Howard Stern show. Oh sure, yeah. Of, probably for all time. Yeah. And he probably knows. Everything about Bruce Springsteen and Ron uh, Howard Stern. Yeah, Ron was like a big. He was just like a talk radio fan, right? Yeah. Did he just listen to talk radio all day? Yeah. <laughs> In his headset. <laughs> yeah. Those damn headphones. <laughs> yeah, anyway, that was my week. Jeff, how was your Thanksgiving? It was nice. Yeah. Watched that old Miss. 
Mississippi State football game. Oh, yeah. That was pretty interesting. Heard some cowbells at the end of that Who ended up winning that game? State. Yeah. Oh, man, that's a bummer. Mm Mm-hmm. If you're an Ole Miss fan, I don't know. I don't care about Ole Miss. Yeah. That was a fun game. My family went went to the Ole Miss. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had watched the – I got home from Thanksgiving dinner in time to watch the Tigers game. And then I flipped over to the Egg Bowl, and I caught it right when there was that, like, controversial call. The whistle was blown, so it was a dead ball situation, but Mm -hmm. Mississippi State recovered. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so I – flip over to the egg bowl and they just had the camera is trained on Lane Kiffin for like five minutes while they're figuring this out. And he's just losing his, he's screaming like mm-hmm. he's screaming, do your job, do your job. You blew the whistle, do your job. Yeah. There was a lot of BS in that game. Yeah. Stupid. Mm-hmm. That game was pretty nuts though. Yeah. We had some good food at dinner. Some beers. My parent. I went to my parents' house. They live out in the burbs too, and uh, my sister that lives here in town came over with her family. My parents had a couple friends over that I think I'd met before, but I couldn't place them exactly. We just hung out, man. It was pretty, pretty chill. Not really much to say about it. I almost texted you because I joke about since our parents live like in the same kind of area. Mm-hmm. I always joke that I'm. I'm going to come crash your Thanksgiving. <laughs> they wouldn't care. There's plenty of beers yeah. and liquor. Mm-hmm. I'm getting that whiskey cabinet that Greg's got. Scotch, whiskey, whatever. <laughs> he's, got some, he's got some gems in there, man. He does. He's all about it. He's always trying to push that shit on me. I'm like, i got to drive across town after this yeah. and get you out of these spend, suburbs. Yeah, You can spend the night. Your dad's great because I can, I can bring over like a bottle of like just Jameson. And he's happy to have it. And then he gives me like a, probably a glass of something that the glass of costs more than the bottle of Jameson. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's probably would be a good idea sometime. They'd probably really like that if I, my dad would. They would, they would love, it would be fun to stay up and have some drinks with your dad and then yeah. eat, eat breakfast with him and hang out. <laughs> Tell him about how they don't have a washlet and they need to get one. <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> The worst thing about Thanksgiving, aside from like anybody that brings up politics or anything like that. Oh, and we played this game where uh, my mom had like questions written out under everybody's plate. So you pull out your question. You oh, read you guys it. play games? It's terrible. Oh, that, it's the worst. But my mom likes to do it. And I, I, I make fun of her every time. I'm like, oh, again? <laughs> but we, I found out that the only answer the highest answer the best answer that you can answer every question with is like uh if you answer it in a way that it makes jesus your answer oh yeah like who would you do this with who would you jesus who would be the jesus (laughs) so the game you know i found a loophole to the game there you go it's all these stupid sensitive questions but if you just answer Jesus, what the hell can anybody else say? Because that's the only right answer. It's Jesus. I like it. <laughs> so you shut it down. I shut. I ruined the game. Yeah. I broke it. Yeah. But the worst thing about Thanksgiving 
is there's no basketball on Thanksgiving, so fuck Thanksgiving. Yeah. And that's not the only reason fuck Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a big reason. <laughs> Aside from that, what did I do this week? I don't know. Watched White Lotus. Yeah. That was that's always fun to me. You know, a lot of people are trashing White Lotus, saying it's not as good this year. Saying it's not very good at all. I don't understand it. I think I think it's just different. It's like a popular thing to do is to trash it right now. Yeah. That's stupid. I, I think it's great. I can make up my own opinions about things. And I think it's hilarious. And I'm trying to figure it out. I think one thing I like about White Lotus is the character development. Like all the characters have all these flaws, right? Like nobody's perfect at all. And that's interesting to me. But there's like, I'm going to make up a word, lovability. Mm-hmm. With every single character, I feel like they have likable characteristics. As horrible as they all are. Mm-hmm. Like, you kind of like them for something in their character. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes the show so likable to me is because it is a little dark. Yeah. <laughs> but... I find things to like about them, even when they're doing bad shit. I'm like, yeah, it's dark, but very likable and relatable in a sense. Dark humor. I mean, I enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, the the first season, you know, it opens the, the same way the second season does. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone has died. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And the first season... You're you just you spend the whole time figuring out there's little clues and little things you're trying to figure out who it is that dies and you end up liking all the characters well most of them <laughs> I do I don't know even the husband in the first season I like there was like nothing about him that I liked yeah he was pretty terrible yeah he, he was, was a, the guy I went to high school with and I was just yeah. just glad to finish up high school and move on yeah even well at the end. He does like right. He commits the murder, but it's like he's. I, I wouldn't necessarily say like he's at fault. He's not at fault for the murder. Like he does like he does kill a guy, but it's he has reasons. You know, he doesn't know who he's killing. It's like a yeah. He was kind of a brat. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good example of an unlikable character. Yeah, yeah. But it, in the end, like he thinks he's he thinks he's like defending himself you know mm-hmm. and it just turns it just goes awry you know I'm trying to think if there was anything i liked about him there's nothing i liked about him. <laughs> no there's not no there's absolutely not i mean he he starts out by being just a piece of shit to like people in the service industry and that's just immediately it's like there's there's you cannot redeem yourself yeah <clears throat> but no the second season it's also a it's also you're trying to figure out who it's multiple people clearly that have died, mm-hmm. but it's also kind of turned into this. There's like a faction of the, of the characters that are scamming other characters. Mm-hmm. Something. I think it's clear that like there's, there's three groups and in each of the three groups, there's, there's scammers and victims. Okay. Yeah. And you're, you're trying to peel apart and like, how are these scams? Yeah. Working. How are they working out? How are they building? I mean, there's so much to it. And 
they're doing a really good job of setting the table. Yeah. And like not putting dinner on the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a very a lot of development. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about it is you get to know the characters so well mm-hmm. and and they all have flaws. Yeah. But I think I like that that it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. It's dark. Yeah. It's beautifully shot too. Like and oh, it's, man. And, it's, and it's funny. No, yeah, the, the artistry to it is awesome easy to watch fun enjoyable i don't know what the hell is going to happen because every time i think i know what's going on like there's a twist Mm -hmm. so i don't i don't fucking know i'm just enjoying it Mm -hmm. bo you're caught up right i am this is correct i'm all caught up yeah you like it i'm enjoying it it's making me very uncomfortable but that's that's okay I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Do you watch it alone? <laughs> no, I watch it with Kate. Oh, okay. What does she um, think? What does she think about it? Um, she. Let's this, see. She the, the the end scene from <laughs> this week kind of has disturbed her just like shockingly. It was a shocking deal for 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 everyone. <laughs> You know, yeah. She said that it, it was more of who who it was and what they were doing, and you know, you weren't expecting to see that. I think it. I, I think it proves that they're not related, and it's and it's part of oh, the right. scam. Like it's oh part wait, of scam. Like, that's not what nephews do with uncles. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like these guys. This is a this is a group of criminals preying on yeah a rich lady. So now she maybe has lost some trust. Yeah. She's got to figure out what the hell mm-hmm. she's gotten herself into. But my initial thought is, how does that guy have energy for? He's twenty. Portia and then her, then her, his uncle. He's twenty. Yeah, twenty. Okay. Twenty something. Yeah, yeah you, you ain't remember. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> you know, in college. <laughs> you don't remember being young. Bo, do you agree with me though that like there's that like there's like some of the characters there's, there's clearly like three different like cons going on here. That's what I feel like. like um, I, I feel see. like Dominic's family is getting conned by the prostitutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah, clearly. like all three of them in some way are going to end up roped in with these prostitutes, owing money or in some kind of scam. I'm worried about the young kid. That's what I'm most worried about. And what's interesting is, I guess the dad likely brought it on all of them. Yeah. Clear, clearly. Because he invited it in. Yeah. And then he's trying to backtrack. But what I don't understand is why he doesn't revoke their hotel privileges. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. Right. Because he doesn't want to cause any, like, he doesn't want any, he doesn't want anybody to find out. Right. Yeah. And he knows if, if he just plays it cool, like it, it will probably be smoother for mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Like if he tells her to get lost, like his son is already kind of, I don't know, like it could, it could backfire on him. Right. Yeah. Cause he's like trying to get back together mm-hmm. with his wife and his son is like to him, the key to getting back with his wife. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, what's what he thinks it is, <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> Well, yeah, there's that, and then there's there's uh, I think uh, Cam and Daphne are clearly 
or at least Cam has some kind of scam on Ethan and Harper. Remind me who those characters are. Uh, that's that's the two couples that go on the vacation together. Oh, okay. Like yeah. the two like one's like an yeah. investor and the other's like a tech bro that yeah, yeah, yeah. sold his company. Okay, now I remember. Rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's clearly shit going on there. Yeah. And then Tanya's definitely getting scammed by the gay guys. Yeah. And so, I feel like quite possibly her husband is involved as well. Interesting. You think he set it up? Yeah. I think something's going on there because he leaves and then these guys just welcome her in. They just show up. Yeah. They like stop her. Yeah. Like they instigate the, mm-hmm. yeah, the relationship. Yeah. So I think there's, I think the season is just like, it's, it's more layered than the last season. Because I feel like it's exactly what they should have done to keep the interest up in season two. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just somebody dies. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more going on. A lot of shit goes out. A lot of shit goes down. Yeah, I'm fascinated. I can't wait to fucking see more. <laughs> yeah. Like, every week, that's what I look forward to every week. Like, I don't know. This might be more important than basketball to me <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> in a sense like the season's kind of still finding its yeah. footing and i don't have a lot of interest in a lot of teams right now i mean at least for the next two episodes of this podcast are are gonna be partially white lotus <laughs> podcast as well might as well like we're gonna, we're gonna do the white lotus recap and then we're gonna do the, the pit game we can do whatever <laughs> dude we can do whatever the fuck we want that's the point of this Speaking of doing what we want, um, I want to drink another beer, Jeff. Can I have one? Yeah. What do you want? Um, surprise me. Okay. Rancherita. Coming up. My bets lost. Oh, no. What happened? Pelicans didn't cover. Pelicans won by four i needed five and a half five and a half uh it's one bucket yeah one more bucket isn't it wild how close they get on these spreads dude jesus that's five grand (laughs) a bucket well i would i don't think i would have won because the bulls are handling the jazz right now but it's still the beginning of the fourth quarter Oh, well. Forget it. Just forget it. Just let it go. I got four spreads right, and then I missed the fifth out of nine. Mm. So, whatever. It doesn't matter. Well, I it's should just take 120 bucks. Yeah, the cash out, but mm, I'm not going to. I mean, I don't, I don't know what your. Yeah, I don't know what your bankroll or what your goals are, so I can't I can't get in your head that easily. So, no. that's not for me to just. Uh, with a parlay like that, it's pretty much all or nothing, dude. <laughs> I, I don't, don't know though. I like don't if you did a bunch of hundred dollars, if you did a bunch of parlays like that, like every day, like maybe you get Take like cash outs, yeah, like five cash outs. Okay, so I've said this before know. on the podcast. Maybe you don't remember, but I've never been upset that I took a cash out. I've only been upset that I didn't oh. take a cash mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got gotcha. you. I've never like taken a cash out and been like, damn, I shouldn't have taken that. (laughs) 
Never ever. <laughs> so, if that means anything. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. Dude, you can't be in here vaping and then expect me not to light up a no, cigarette. No, 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 that's fine. No, that's fine. I was just sorry that I, oh, I, I told geez, you I told is. you to let it ride. That is not your fault. Yeah. You knew what you were doing when you placed that bet. Yeah. I'm surprised I even looked at it. I've lost out on thousands of dollars on uh, more ridiculous shit than that. Anyway. What do you say we uh, move on a little bit? Mm-hmm. I have a follow-up from last week. Last week, I said something during our pick game about the Bucks seats. Yeah. The player seats. Mm-hmm. I remember. Oh, yeah. Where they sit. In the seats? When they're not in the game. Right. <clears throat> so I looked it up. And I found an article on ESPN. And the seats have adjustable heights for taller or shorter players. Huh. And they have heaters in them. Oh, so you're right. Yeah, they get up to 106 degrees Fahrenheit. The optimal heat to maintain muscle temperature, huh. according to a study. So they had three years and 12 University of Colorado students and a New Zealand research group and six prototypes to perfect these seats. <laughs> At the push of a button, the seats can be raised to accommodate a taller player or a shorter player. And you can't get these seats. Like you have to go through the bucks to get oh, wow. seats like these. They, they like, like them? they own it. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, if the other NBA teams want them, they have to go through the Bucks. George Hill was quoted saying, uh, it's a pretty good bonus. You get to warm your buns up. Hmm. And I guess they help with hamstrings. Yeah. Keeping you warm. George Hill, he's he's sharp. He probably uh, <clears throat> follows the science on uh, keeping his muscles warm for his performance. To help keep him playing in games. It's pretty fascinating. Uh, Sterling Brown classified himself as in the middle guy. Yeah. He doesn't want to seat too high or too low. And this article is so old that Malcolm Brogdon was on the team. And Brogdon was reported as rocking the lowest seat. Hmm. Apparently, like, everybody else on the team would be like, I don't know what his issue is. <laughs> why Why does he sit so low? Yeah. He just rocks the lowest seat. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. That's what he likes. <laughs> yeah, he likes to probably stretch his legs out long ways, outwards. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But I just thought that was worth a follow-up. Yeah, that's a good one, Jeff. Let's move into news. I got news, and maybe you guys, okay. maybe you guys have news too. I don't know. Kimball Walker, Kimball Walker's back in the league, hmm. signing with Dallas. 
You guys hear about this? Yeah. Mark Stein reported it. it. Seems pretty true to Dallas fashion. They always go after like names, right? Like vets, mm-hmm. names, veteran point guard. Maybe they're watching what Jalen Brunson's been doing and going, man, we probably need another point guard. I'm thinking sort of a, <laughs> on the staff. I'm thinking sort of a Brunson replacement. Yeah. So that's what bounced in my head immediately. Yeah. But then I thought about it longer. And I was thinking, actually, maybe Kemba is taking Spencer Dinwiddie's spot as Dinwiddie took Brunson's spot. Hmm. So Dinwiddie moves up into what Brunson was doing, and then uh, like Kemba moves into like uh, maybe second guard off the bench. Yeah. Perhaps it's just a roster shakeup. As the Mavs have fallen below 500. Well, the they waived Composo. Right. For the- and he wasn't getting a ton of minutes, and his contract wasn't guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, they have fallen below 500. Why not waive a non-guaranteed contract and take a flyer on probably another? I don't know the, the details on his contract. I assume it's non-guaranteed. Maybe it's guaranteed. A different player that can score... Maybe a little easier than Compazzo. Maybe more I, I don't know. trusted. If he, if he was any good, he'd be in the league. I, I just... Yeah, it seems like it's a name grab. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe give him some buckets. Chris Wallace is running all of Texas's basketball teams right now. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I would trust plugging Kim in against like, the other team's bench. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he could make some a little bit of noise. I hope it doesn't cut into what Dan Wadey has been doing, his minutes. That would not be good. It's not going to cut into anybody's minutes. He's like the fourth guard. I don't know. They're a little light. He's not going to be able to play defense worth a lick. Right. And Jason Kidd is, I don't know. I I, I don't think much about it. I think he's a more versatile player. And Compazzo maybe was. Maybe he can do a little more. I think it's a shakeup. Mavs are not doing what they thought they would be doing. Maybe it'll help. Mm-hmm. I like it. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Yeah. We knew he'd find a way back in the league. <laughs> Somebody'd call. <laughs> what else, uh what else is going on? Brian, you see anything in the news? James Jones got a promotion. Saw that. James Jones? Yeah. From Phoenix? Phoenix Suns general manager is now the director of operations. Okay. What's the difference? I don't know. <laughs> you put me on the spot. So. More, resp- more responsibility, <laughs> I assume. Yeah. Putting his hands in other areas of operation. I guess. Directing clean up operation maybe there's a mess to be cleaned up maybe sarver's mess maybe maybe he was already doing it and he's like wait this isn't even like my job and they were like okay well we'll make it your job you're handling all this maybe he's maybe his job is to direct jay crowder to operate (laughs) for the sons i don't know (laughs) i don't know what they're gonna do with him they need to let him play ball. 
Yeah, the Jay Crowder thing is really bizarre. Mm-hmm. Very. Not sure how that's going to shake out yet. Well, we'll know December, whenever it was the free agent to be traded deadline. Mm-hmm. Our date is coming up. So, is there anything else? Do we want to go back? Do we want to do Grizz stuff? So the Grizzlies won two games over the weekend. Yeah, you guys like the Grizzlies, right? You want to talk some Grizz? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I know they played the Knicks. That was the big game. Yeah. It looked like the Grizzlies had like either brand new jerseys on, or they got them like bleached and pressed <laughs> for New York City. Playing at the Garden, man. Got to look good. Then Johnson was bright. Yeah. Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, Johnson were bright. <laughs> they were bright. Madison Square Garden. That was a fun game. Everybody in New York was there to see John Morant. Mm-hmm. It's a feeling I had. Yeah. It's like Donald Trump was courtside. Are you kidding? I'm joking. Yes. <laughs> no. Florida has Donald Trump now. Florida. <laughs> He's Florida man now. Who else did they play, Brian? Uh, they played the Pelicans. Oh yeah, yeah. The other Friday big one. night. Yeah. It didn't go the way New Orleans thought it would. No, well, no, no CJ McCollum, and then um, Brandon Ingram got hurt in that game as well. That was just an old-fashioned ass-kicking. Yeah. Zion's not who we thought he was. Zion? What is Zion doing? I think maybe he was having a tough time out there Yeah, in Memphis. I think he was getting He had ate too much turkey gumbo. Yeah. That's what somebody on Twitter said. Uh, there's no way Zion's winning the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. We're not supposed I to. Thought that was be doing funny. That. It was some. It was somebody local. It was a. It was a Memphian that that tweeted that. And I forget. I forget who it was, but it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I'd love to give him credit, but I'm not going through my phone to figure out who it was. I remember watching some of that New Orleans game. I was a little preoccupied, but I was watching it. And it seemed like every time Zion made a move to the basket, Dylan Brooks was shoving his elbow into Zion's ribs. <laughs> like, like Dylan did not make it easy on him. Like that was his mission. Mm-hmm. To kind of abuse him a little bit, I think. That should be his mission every game. Yeah. It's like just throw yourself <laughs> at the other team's best score. Yeah. And then on offense, just play within the flow of the game. Yep. That's what I was saying last last year in the playoffs about Dylan. It's like, I don't know who you're going to get that's going to be better wing defender and then that can be a streaky shooter. Just let's ride or die with Dylan. I mean, that's that's all you can do. If he could just cut back on the, like, the bad shot selection. Like, I love it when he, when he attacks the basket. Like, I'm not saying he should never shoot. You just take smarter shots. This isn't like relevatory information. Like everybody knows this. No. Mm-hmm. So the Grizzlies lost to the Pelicans last week or the week before mm-hmm. in New Orleans. And then they got their revenge yeah. game here in Memphis. So when the Grizzlies lost, they lost by 10. And when they won, they won by 20. Mm-hmm. It's a statement. 
Grizzlies fell to that close one against Sacramento and then beat the Pelicans and beat the Knicks in New York. They're figuring it out. They're they're not at a lost cause. I'm a little more hopeful after watching the Knicks game. And Ja came back really fast. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to miss more time. Desmond Bain will be back. Uh, I assume Zaire will come back around the same time. Couple weeks, couple more weeks, maybe one or two. It's hard to say. Yeah, I think that, that like we talked about last week, I think the timeline for like Bane and we thought Ja, yeah, and Zaire is a, is close to the same. Instead, Ja just laced up the fucking Kobe high tops. Yeah, <laughs> I'm playing. Yeah, God, Ja is something else. I'm playing. And he ain't out there playing lame either, dude. Uh, uh-uh. he's out there playing like Ja. That dude has like a force field of muscle around him. He hits the ground so hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. And he's either he's like a football player and yeah. it's like it just bounces right back up. Or he's just tough as nails. He's tough. He's like Iverson, dude. He throws his body everywhere and just like gets up. Yeah, he just gets up. Uh, he took his jersey off after that next game and uh his undershirt had like padding all over it. Yeah. <laughs> so he's wearing like the padded tights top bottom everywhere because he knows he's going to take hits he knows he's going to hit the ground but yeah he just laced him up went back out there everybody was like thinking it was going to be like two three weeks (laughs) he's such a badass (laughs) it's like two games (laughs) yeah it's so fun to watch man got a triple double in the garden man like that's that's cool yeah, he put on a show. Yeah, that was a. Uh, I mean, it, like the the Ja versus Jalen Brunson second half, especially fourth quarter, was was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, if you didn't watch that game, you missed something. Yeah, because that was yeah, fucking G- awesome, dude. They were that putting, was great. Hmm? It's great. Yeah, they were putting Cam Reddish on Ja. Did you see that? Cam is. I like, liked it when he, when Ja was at the end at the, in the end of the fourth quarter. Jaw was leaving it on the floor and let the clock run. And if you, you obviously have to yeah. just come up to Jaw, then he picks it up. Uh-huh. And then was it Reddish that came up to him? I think it was. Uh-huh. And then he tried to backpedal and just backpedaled right into Stephen Adams' screen. <laughs> it, was- <laughs> it was like two or three inbounds in a row. And the first time yeah. I heard yeah. on the broadcast, it was they said Spike Lee was like screaming at Cam Reddish. Yeah. Yes. Like. Go get the ball up to him. <laughs> yeah, because the <laughs> Go clock. Go defend him. Well, the Knicks were down and the clock was running, mm-hmm. but the shot clock hadn't started. Yeah, nobody had touched the ball, yeah. so there's and, the clocks just burning. And like they just they keep <laughs> letting him get away with it, dude. If if it's hilarious. If John Morant started something that's going to be a trend, and like all the rest of the teams start doing this, yeah. like there's there's going to be a rule change. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be the jaw rule. Yeah, it's gonna be the jaw. John ja Morant's gonna change the fucking rule. It's gonna be jaw rule. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It will be <laughs> the jaw rule. No, I don't. I don't, I don't think anybody else can really it's do that except maybe De'Aaron Fox. Because they're not quick enough. They're not fast enough. No, that's why they don't. No one goes up to jaw because if you go too close, it'll blow right by you. See ya. Yeah. That now quickly it's four on five. You can't. You can't run at him. You have to like walk up to him. Yeah. Because if you yeah. run at him, he's just going to, you're off balance. And he wants, that's what he wants. Yeah. To defense to be out of position, mm-hmm. not sitting back waiting. Yeah. 
It's brilliant. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> that and the and the inbound at the end of games where he'll like he'll just run to the other side of the court. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to run the clock out. Yeah. He's so good at catch me if you can. Yeah. <laughs> it's these little hacks. I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah. I assume it's him. Maybe it's Taylor. I don't know. But like I assume it's all of them. Yeah. It's T. Yeah. Ja. Yeah. T has nothing Jenkins. to say in any of this. Are you Bullshit. kidding me? Look at that bench. Bullshit. Have you seen that bench behind Taylor Jenkins? There's like 17 existing coaches. Why do you think John Morant is who he is? Yeah, but T is not like. T is like his personal trainer, dude. <laughs> I think you're right. under, so, look, undervaluing. He's got, I mean, he's got so, him to it, this point. But it, T is not like pouring over the NBA rules and saying, Ja, there's this. We got this weakness here. I, I, I maybe. just wouldn't be so sure. T was a player, man. Maybe. Like, it's knows. something that he could have. It's something that he could have been coached in early in his career, and he and they like well, and he it's, talked it's, it's Taylor possible. into like, hey, let me let me let me do this. Yeah, it's possible. I just I just think that there's so many, so many brains on the coaching staff, and I think I don't know. I, I guess I'm underselling T. Yeah, I think T has a lot to do with job uh, development. The point is, we we don't know who came up with it, but whoever yeah, no, did, no, 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 it's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. They're just working. That's awesome. They're working angles, man. Yeah. Like, if you can I want to highlight. Yeah. If you can get the defense out of position at all, like, do it. Yeah. What, Bo? Yeah. I want to highlight of, like, like the next guy. I want to highlight reel of all the guys that run into Stephen Adams' screen on that play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to backpedal and then just boom. It's pretty hilarious. Because, I mean, that's that's got to be a part of it, too, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's a part of the strategy too. Mm-hmm. That's part of the play. Yeah, and if is like Steve O's just standing there with his hands balled up in front of his nuts. <laughs> you know? Yeah, just waiting for this guy to plow into him. Gosh, Stephen Adams, man. If he could make more than twenty three out of a hundred f- free throws, that would be nice. Yeah, yeah. Watch uh next time that the Pelicans play the Grizzlies. Watch that Adams Valanciunas matchup. Mm-hmm. What did you see? I went back. I noticed that Valanciunas had like a quiet night. He had and three rebounds. You're typically Valanciunas is. I mean, the guy's like a walking double double, mm-hmm. and he's a scorer. Mm-hmm. I think Adams is like the secret to shutting down Valanciunas. Mm-hmm. Well, they gang rebound too, Grizzlies. Yeah, but they kept Valanciunas off the boards, which to to keep him to three rebounds. How much? How many points did he score? He only played seventeen minutes. He had four points. That's crazy. He played that little amount, and he was playing against Stephen Adams, a massive center. They made him like a non-factor. Well, he had five fouls. Yeah. Good. Perfect. It's just something to keep an eye on. Yeah, I like it. Because I noticed in this game, Valanciunas had a quiet night. <laughs> hey, I was always a fan of that trade. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always will you were, be. Yeah. You were big time, Jeff. Oh, yeah. I liked it. I saw it as an opportunity to give get the ball moving around more. Valanciunas is like, <sighs> he, has to, he has to get his shots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, the Valanciunas draft, if you go back, and he was the fifth pick. Mm. 
And um, if you run through run through that draft, the first couple of picks, so Kyrie Irving was one. Derek Williams was two with Minnesota. They, of course, blew that one. Uh, Enos Cantor went three. Tristan Thompson, four. Jonas, five. Washington w- went with Jan Ves- Vesley. And then Bisbeck Biambo was the pick for Sacramento. Hmm. It's like all those centers. Vladi. And the two. That- Man. That's interesting, though, Brian. I like that. I didn't. And it's funny because when when Valanciunas was traded to the Grizzlies, I just always assumed he was like a like a Euro finesse guy because I never really watched Toronto. Well, he wasn't super good there either. Yeah. But then he came here and I was like, oh, he's kind of like a he's kind of like a bruiser in the paint. I didn't realize that was his like his game. So you and me are going to spend New Year's Eve together yeah, on December 31st yeah. and watch the Pelicans. Perfect. At the Grizzlies. Perfect. <laughs> Is that the New Year's game? Yeah. New Pistons Year- are here New Year's. New Year's Eve. Oh, up in Minnesota? Yeah, Kate's working. I'm debated, debating taking the kids. We'll see. And then the next time the Grizzlies play the Pelicans will be in April, April 5th. Two more times to... Check this matchup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we should go see that in person. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. down. I don't got yeah. nothing to do, bro. <laughs> Downtown's going to be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I don't know what night of the week that is. Yeah, we'll have to like get down there a little early and then just leave right after the game. Just get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> December 31st is on a Saturday night. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bananas. Maybe not go. What time? Would you say what time tip is? Seven. Unless probably. you want to party. Seven. Okay. Anyway. We'll see who uh, who Chad's got booked at uh, Hotel mm. Chatifornia. I might just get a room at that hotel. Probably, he'll probably have a like a big name DJ at the hotel. I just stay downtown yeah. that night. <laughs> it's not a bad idea at all. <laughs> Could be fun. All right, I'm going up to my room. <laughs> Don't follow me. <laughs> Leave your door unlocked. No. Do something for my Stop uncle real it. Quick. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> You're sick, man. <laughs> I'm going to be the life of the party from now on. I can be nice. <laughs> Just watch. <laughs> okay, we got to move on. It's time to move into the pick game of the week. The pick game of the week was Wednesday night, Minnesota Timberwolves at the Indiana Pacers. Pick game. I watched the Pacers broadcast. What'd you guys watch? Brian watched the Wolves. I watched the Pacers. I did. I did not need any more Jim Peterson in my life. Mm. Wolves yeah. broadcast was a bit much. 
at one point God, Jim Peterson, man. Uh Oof. I think Jim said that Cat was the greatest shooting big man of all time. And he says that a lot. Ha! And my wife <laughs> peeked in the room and she goes, What? <laughs> Of all time? Jesus. You could say of his generation. Fire that dude. <laughs> Come on. Hey, it's a homer take. I'm not mad at it, but uh, I disagree. Dude, don't be an asshole about it. We do not agree on that. Don't be fucking Jim. goofy. So, so Brian, who is the greatest shooting big man of all oh, time? Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh. The greatest shooting big man of all time. Tim Duncan. Is Larry Bird a big man? No, I think it's. I guess be. you could say like a stretch big man. I think that's maybe like what he's trying center. to say. Rashard Lewis. Rashard. Uh, <laughs> seven. I, I mean, you could say Dirk, right? It's Dirk. It's Dirk. Yeah, it's Dirk. Yeah. It's so Dirk. Yeah. Who else? Zebo. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I just did the thing. I just did what. Yeah. I just did the thing. Mark Gasol. <laughs> Jaron Jackson Jr. <laughs> what? The greatest shooting big man has got to be Dirk. Who comes even close? I'm trying to think of like all the teams with championships, big men that shot from outside. And Dirk. And if you look at Dirk's averages, he didn't shoot a ton from outside. None. He actually never averaged more than two three-point makes a game in his career that's not like very bad though it's no he's like 1.8 yeah that's okay 1.9 yeah deadlift shrimp <laughs> who i mean there's there's other ones uh, well but there's the, the vo cat gets a ton of volume it's that's, the volume yeah yeah I was thinking about so we watched the Kevin Durant. You think he's a? Yeah. I mean, you well, think Durant. He's a, it's Durant. It's Durant. <laughs> you think he's a better yeah. shooter than Brooke Lopez? <laughs> <laughs> Brooke fucking Lopez is <laughs> a better gotta, shooter than Cat. If you need a center to hit a three to win a game, are you taking Cat or are you taking fucking Brooke Lopez? I think I'm taking Brooke Lopez. I'm taking Brooke Lopez, dude. It's, but no, Durant's a big man. Yes, it's Durant. The answer is Durant, actually. Yeah. That's the answer. Thank it's, you, Jeff. It sounds better. <laughs> Dirk. This Durant. Taking Durant. Dirk was. Taking Durant and Dirk. Dirk was. But now it's Durant. It's not Cat. Yeah. No, it's Durant. It's not even close. It's, it's not like anybody not from the 80s. It would be Bird. 90s. Yeah, Bird 6'8". It's somebody recent with the new... 6'9". Emphasis on three-point shooting. Anyway... I'm glad we got that fucking settled, huh? So, first thing I noticed in this game, the Wolves were carving up the Pacers turkey early in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Pacers went down double digits in the first quarter. I think it was like, what, like 8 nothing to begin the game? Yeah. The Pacers are still like playing around with their starting lineups. I noticed that. Benedict Matherin plays 33 minutes off the bench. Uh, Aaron Naismith only gets like 25 and starts. 
That was interesting to me. Wolves. The Wolves, you kind of know who's starting there, right? It's the same guys. Nothing surprising there. Is it just me or Jaden McDaniels? Now, Bo, you watch a lot of Wolves games. Mm-hmm. He seems to kind of disappear at times, yeah? Do you get that feeling? His role is more to close out on defensive assignments and kind of fill that. You know, they don't have Vanderbilt anymore, right? So they lost their defensive. I, I guess, uh, what am I trying to say? They, they, they don't have the quickness is not there that they had with Vanderbilt and McDaniels. Their defensive power forward that was a perfect fit next to Carl Anthony Towns. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so the, McDaniels is more of a perimeter guy. He still has to he has to cover for a lot of their defensive mistakes. So I think he's running around a lot. Oh, okay. And that's his role. He's kind to, of their stopper. Yeah. Yeah. Jay McDaniels hit a three to draw first blood. Oh. First blood sponsored by House of Hoops. <laughs> first blood, nineteen eighty three. Y'all see Benedict Matherin out there? He didn't start. Yeah. Um, so you watched the Pacers broadcast. Mm-hmm. Did you catch that that stat that threw out there? Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. What stat is that? Go ahead, Bo. Tell us. He leads the Pacers in free throw attempts. Not only that, but he's like, he's already shot 100 free throws this season. Shit. <laughs> he's a rookie. Yeah. Yeah, referees like to give the rookies the, those whistles. <laughs> no, they don't. That's the <laughs> astonishing thing about it. Well, uh, maybe what it is 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 that the it's such an anomaly for Rick Carlisle to run a rookie out there that they just think, well, okay, well, this guy's the real deal. We gotta give him the whistle. Otherwise did, we're gonna hear it from Rick. Well, did you hear did you listen to the guys? They said that um he was talking to somebody on the team. I don't know if it was Halliburton or who. But he was like, I'm going to draw fouls. That's what I did in college, draw fouls. And uh, like, you're not going to get the calls. And he he was like, yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, sure enough, yeah. He, not only has he shot over 100 free throws, he's almost made 100. He shoots 80%. Damn. So he's racking up points like this, too, and slowing the game down, getting buckets. I mean, it's yeah, good. Now, do you see why I liked him coming out of the draft? Yeah. He yeah, looks like he looks like rookie Jordan. <laughs> 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 More like Math Jordan. <laughs> he made like an under the basket move that looked like Jordan in this game. Yeah, with the left. Yeah. Yeah. Uh at one point with uh eight forty eight left in the second quarter. They threw out a stat that said, with Matherin in, Indy was, had scored 19 to 8 with Matherin in. Nice. So they're outscoring Indy, or they're outscoring Minnesota. Right. With Matherin in the game. Yeah. Play this kid. Yeah. Start him. More minutes. And it's clear to me, and I'll get into this, it's clear to me that everybody on the coaching staff and the team understand what this season is. Mm-hmm. In the second quarter of the game, 
So they were down. The Pacers were down. And I'm this is my lowered expectations team. So I'm very keyed in on what the Pacers are doing. And Bo, I would assume you were keyed in on what the Timberwolves were doing. Uh, yes, exactly. Okay, good. So in the second quarter, I expected the Pacers to make a run. And Math or Jordan was aggressive. <laughs> and the Pacers did end up getting some momentum. They got it within two with three minutes left in the half. And then they took the lead with two minutes after coming back from 17 down. Yeah, Buddy hit a three. I'm so sick of Buddy healed. <laughs> he missed the three before on the yeah. previous mm-hmm. possession. And then he hit that one. Buddy healed. I'm so sick of you. I mean, I don't want to be a hater. Five of 16 from the field, three of 11 from three. That's horrendous. 13 points, two assists, a couple steals, four turnovers. I'm so sick of Buddy healed. He's an undersized two. Doesn't defend particularly well. And doesn't particularly shoot threes that well. <laughs> what? Who is this guy? He's a, you're saying he's a three-point shooter. He's not a three-point maker. <laughs> yeah, he's a three-point shooter that doesn't make threes. It's, I'm so sick of this dude, man. Sixth overall draft pick. Has he had any good games recently? No. He had one. Against Brooklyn, he went... Five of eight from three. But the game before that against the Clippers, one and nine from three. The game after the Timberwolves, one of ten from three. And those were his only points. Yeah, he keeps that up eventually. He's just not going to be drawing the defense. He's just not going to be in the league. <laughs> I think he's a good dude to have around. I think people like him. But he is not helping. Any thoughts, Bo? At the very beginning of the game, the Wolves started very hot, and the Pacers did not get a bucket until like about the nine-minute mark. You would think the Wolves would just run away with the game, but it was a lot of back and forth. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to what I've been saying, and we've been saying, is that this Wolves team is just not... This was not the team to go all in on with the Gobert trade. Everything's going to go... With the Wolves, for me, everything's going back to the Gobert trade. Mm-hmm. That's fair. It, it, it. I just shake my head at, at this team over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I wish I, w- I would be perfectly happy with either them standing pat or Tim Connolly coming in and trading Cat to the Knicks and the Knicks and getting a bunch of draft picks. I'm just using the Knicks as an example because if you're going to have unprotected picks, you might as well get them from the Knicks. <laughs> And that has nothing to do with the pick game, really, but it has everything to do with the pick game because this team just doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. They're the and only the team, team in the league. They're the only team in the league doing it that way with the yeah. old school big interior. It's just, and like Brian said already, like they already had Vanderbilt. Yeah. Like it, it, it's just like a like bunch of errors. Just when, like, you got a new ownership group coming in, you have Connolly just, just, I've said this already like twice in the podcast. I feel like just, <laughs> just like win 45 games again and go to the playoffs with Pat Beverly. Like, that'd be great. 
Mm-hmm. Uh. <clears throat> well, I kind of want to piggyback on what, what you just said about Gobert. There was a point in the third mm-hmm. quarter where the Wolves broadcasters mm. brought up, um, and this is while Miles Turner is in the third quarter, banging threes and just driving straight to the hoop from the three point line. Oh my god. He's either mm-hmm. shooting he's either shooting a three or he's looking like he's gonna spot up and he's getting Gobert on his heels and he's just running to the basket and dunking it. And the Wolves broadcasters brought up that uh they always played Gobert well because Cat can kind of do the same thing. And so if mm. they realize the deficiencies that Gobert has <laughs> Why did they give up the farm for him? <laughs> they knew his weaknesses. Like well, they knew what he they knew that and you're gonna run into big men like this in the in the playoffs, in the postseason. Like mm-hmm. Gobert's and they said, Well, what they what eventually they would do is that the Jazz would hide Gobert on like the other team's worst shooter. And it's like, dude, if the broadcasters know this, the like the front office has to know this. Mm-hmm. So they knew this going forward. They knew that the Timberwolves matched up well against the Jazz because Cat could just take Rudy off the dribble or just shoot threes on him. Mm-hmm. So why why do you add that guy to your squad? I just I I'm I'm flummoxed. I don't know what to make of it. Like I'm just I, I'm just smiling because like, I think I think that Rudy probably has he probably has a spot in the league. You're right. But he had like it's just this he's not a mobile enough defender um put him on the warriors fine yeah sure they can surround him yeah with killers Mm -hmm. so not a great fit rudy's great at defending like guards going to the hoop and like bruising big men who can't do anything except like put it up from two feet out Mm -hmm. but he's he's not he's just not built for like the modern NBA. He's it, not, man. In the first half, the Wolves were looking right. A lot of point paints, and the Pacers tried to slow that down. But that's, I mean, they're going to score in the paint with those two guys. But it's, it. I think it's hurting the perimeter players. I don't think Anthony Edwards is. He's not Clay Thompson. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, he can't get open on the three point line like Clay does or Steph does. Just can't. Yeah, and especially not if he can't. And he's not even like if great he doesn't of a have space to get to the hoop. Mm. Like they're just gonna they're just gonna let Ant shoot. Go ahead, shoot. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to take it to the rack because there's a guy in there clogging clogging it up. So go ahead, beat us a three point line. The reason the Jazz have been successful. And maybe the Timberwolves not as successful is because the da- the Jazz now have all of the Wolves' depth. Mm-hmm. You look at mm-hmm. the Wolves now; it's a it's like a nine man, eight man rotation. Mm-hmm. They don't have any depth left, and I think that hurts. Nobody off the bench. It's it's their starting five, and then it's like Kyle Anderson. There's not enough. Yeah, there's there's no it's. Tarian Prince. It's not enough. Austin Rivers. So I don't I don't know if I still don't I don't know if they're gonna make the playoffs. 
I would bet it's, against it's, it. It's crazy. It's it's. I think it's close. I've told you guys this. They they cannot they cannot not make the playoffs this year. It is a huge failure mm-hmm. if they don't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Yeah, I think so. Because they were, I mean, they were plays away from advancing to the second round. I see a team year. like the Blazers. I see them making it and the Wolves not. The Mavericks are going to move up and make it. The Lakers still could. The Lakers are just a few games away from 500. The Lakers are only five and a half games out of first at this point. It's very all. It's all very tight, and the standings are shifting like crazy right now. And the Lakers Every appear game. to be gelling finally. Yeah, and the Clippers are coming together, even without Kawhi. It's just there's too many other good teams that have more depth. I feel like than the Timberwolves. I feel like depth is going to be kind of their downfall. Did you guys see the halftime show? <laughs> No, I did not. Did not. <coughs> I watched the Wolves broadcast because it was edited down, so it was mm-hmm. like two hours long, and I didn't watch the four-hour long Pacers oh. broadcast that had like all the commercials and yeah. The I did see a bit of there was like a shrimp cocktail shrimp eating contest. I don't know about that. Okay. What I saw was Grace Good it was the halftime show. With our hula hooping. Oh. Mm. And I think, I mean, she was terrific. Mm-hmm. She was very good. Okay. What she was doing. I think we found our spokesperson for the house of hoops. Really? <laughs> mm. Pretty impressive. She had like, like, at one point she had like, uh, like 12 hula hoops on her. And she was like standing on this ball. Mm-hmm. Like, like balancing on this giant ball it was so good with the hula hoops was it i mean was it like it looks so cool was it like a red panda and amazing jonathan level like it was super good, good. it was super good i don't know if they're, they're the best i don't they're know if it's panda, but I, it's just the hoops just uh really registered with me house of hoops sure. all those hoops just really enjoyed it remember when you like uh didn't you like join tiktok with house of hoops oh yeah everybody would like message you and ask you if it was like a hula hooping well they were asking me what TikTok. it was <laughs> what is house of hoops.com and so i was telling everybody it was a, a hula hoop company <laughs> <laughs> so also at the halftime <clears throat> the indiana reporter or whatever jeremiah johnson interviewed the pacers assistant coach jenny busick and she said, this game was a good learning experience. She said, and I alluded to this earlier, she said everyone is new to Matt Theron. So everyone he faces is new to him. And she seemed excited for the team to learn the NBA game. She seemed like uh, she was excited to watch these guys grow. She said, every game, light bulbs are turning on. These guys are learning. Every game. And that leads me to believe that everyone on the staff understands this is a growing team. They want to get better and win games. They're not any kind of tanking team. They're not any kind of being okay with losing team. Like, they want to get better. Like, everything I took from that interview was 
positive. It's like, yeah, we know we're not ready, but we want to get ready. And we're teaching and we're learning and we're growing. So that was encouraging to me to hear about the Pacers. So when I hear people say the Pacers are going to be really bad at the bottom of the league, that's why I don't agree. That's why I think they're a very cusp playoff team. And they're trying. They want to be better. And they're doing all the right things. I believe in these Pacers. I think in a few years they could be really good. There was a comment that I heard during this game that he he made he made a comment about LeBron James. Yeah. What? He he said something along the lines of like I got to see who LeBron James is. Like I got to play against LeBron James and see what he's about. Uh-huh. And apparently it was taken as like LeBron James ain't nothing until he plays me. It's like, a challenge. Kind of got spun. Mm. Uh, Indiana is playing at Los Angeles <laughs> right now. Right now, as right we talk, now. as we speak. Should we put it on? I think we should. It's put a it close on. game. I think we should put it on. Putting it on. What's a halftime? Because the Timberwolves broadcasters was like, "All right, you know, what? He kind of, you know, we'll see. Let him play LeBron once, and we'll see, you know." But I thought that was funny because. You just said everything is new to Matherin, and it's like, well, <laughs> can't tell me this earlier. Me. I just you you brought it up, and I just thought about it. That's excellent. With your note, yeah. Of course, we're not going to be able to hear the announcers or anything, but we can watch this. We can see it, yeah. I feel like this is what this podcast is all about: watching basketball. I'm going to pull up the box real quick. Yeah, do that. What's the lines? Score is LA 62, Indiana 56. Mm, it's a close one. Uh, Mathern has 10 points. Perfect. Two rebounds, two turnovers. He's plus two so far in the game. LeBron is sitting on 14 points, a steal, two rebounds, two assists, and is plus five. I want to say what uh, Mather Jordan was thinking was like I want to see how I stack up to him, not like probably. Are you fucking probably? Are it, you as good as it I? It wasn't. <laughs> it, it most likely wasn't like LeBron ain't shit till he plays me. You know? Man, that body frame, Matherin's body frame, like he's the long arms. He just that alone looks like young Jordan. Yeah, I'm he, not saying he's. Actually, him. He's gonna like put it. He's gonna put on some muscle in the next year or two. He doesn't fly like Jordan. Yeah, it's not his, really his thing. But I think he's a player. I think he's a gamer, and he's got the a great like body type. Yeah, if you know what I mean. But an NBA ready mm-hmm. player. God, he's fun to watch, man. If he doesn't get rookie of the year, it better be like <laughs> Bancaro, you know. Mm-hmm. So you guys were talking about that third quarter. Yeah, third quarter was just like, uh, it was just a Miles Turner show. <laughs> Dude, it was so awesome. <laughs> yeah. He was so good. Bo, he was so good. He hit back-to-back threes. and But the Pacers couldn't really get stops on the other end. Yeah, Towns was scoring. He, I mean, he, he wasn't really hitting threes. He was he was more at the basket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. D'Angelo Russell had a... Had a good game too. As much as we kind of bag on him, 
I didn't really notice him out there very, very a, much. He had a pretty good game, I feel like. I didn't notice him out there very much. I kept waiting because I thought he, I heard that he had a good game. But I didn't really like notice him doing anything. It's just like very subtle little mm-hmm. things. Yeah, which I mean, yeah. <laughs> if if you're not an all star point guard, you kind of want to you want to affect the game that way. Isn't he like a max know? player? <laughs> Bo, doesn't he have like a max deal? <laughs> Look, I didn't write that check. <laughs> Bo didn't write that check. No. Pacers, Pacers couldn't gain any ground. Even with Turner going off. Yeah, not for lack of trying. I mean, it was it was back and forth there for a minute, you know. That's the thing. It's like the Pacers just, defense. They'd already dug the hole. It's, no, it's like the Pacers defense is like the worst defense in the fucking league. It's one of the bottom three. And they're, they say they're working on it, but it's not happening. And then Turner had that huge dunk that was awesome. Yeah. It was like, and it was like sandwiched in between two threes, I think. No, yeah, he had those I think, two I think threes. It was like, I think it was like three, three, dunk, three. <laughs> yeah, and then he had another three after that. He looked great in that stretch. Who did he murder on that dunk? Did you see who it was? Uh, was it was a Gobert. Uh-uh. It was a cat. Uh-uh. Bo, any guess? I don't remember it happened. I just blacked out. Was it? Oh, it was Kyle, wasn't it? <laughs> was it slow-mo? No, it wasn't, but it would be funny. It was Jaden McDaniels. Oh. Mm. He should have been taken out of the game immediately. <laughs> what just happened? Your volume's up, bro. It was supposed to be streaming. Um, Speaking of dunks. What? We got a slow jam in the first quarter. That was good to see. Oh, yeah, the slow jam. Oh, yeah, the Pacers, Pacers were like, they, they, they call him slow-mo. <laughs> Kyle was, he, at one point I looked up and he, and he was, just, he was dancing. I think he like, oh yeah, I think he tried to like save a ball from going out of bounds and they called him out of bounds and he was, he was arguing that he didn't step out of bounds uh-huh. and he was like stepping back and forth <laughs> from where he was. To trying, where he ended up. Trying to have some fun. It looked like he was dancing. Just trying to be a little light with it. Yeah. Trying not to be too serious. Sounds like a, a grizzly move. And then nobody danced with him. No. Like none of the none of the Timberwolves danced with him. He was like, God, I really wish I was back on the Grizzlies. <laughs> yeah. Like Ja would be dancing with me. Jaron would be dancing on the bench because he's most likely hurt um it would have been a lot of fun (laughs) miles turner in the third quarter 15 points which is a lot yep he had 13 and cat had 13 13 turner 15 three of four from three for turner one of one for cat so it's not really but that's a great matchup though isn't it it is yeah i love it that was a fun takeaway for me. It was like watching Turner and Cat kind of mm-hmm. go at it. Yeah. Like they're kind of like the same guy. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it was fun for me just to watch those guys go at it. Cat played the whole third quarter because <laughs> they have no depth 
and Miles Turner played uh, a little over, like a little under ten minutes, mm-hmm. but Turner looked winded, or his cat was able to stay in the game. But I don't know. Cat's just standing around the perimeter, you know. Maybe not doing Turner's Turner's running and gunning. Yeah, Turner was all over. Turner, the, place. the greatest shooting big man of all time. <laughs> According to Indiana Pacers fans, Miles Turner, the greatest shooting big man of this game. <laughs> of this game. By the time the Wolves finally called uh, timeout to stop Turner, <laughs> Indy was still down two. They were still down after Turner went off. And then the Pacers' defense started to look really bad. I think maybe they were tired. I don't know. It was bad. Before you knew it, it was a 10-point game again. Takeaways from this game, Halliburton was not good. I feel like every time I watch Halliburton, he's not good. Yeah, I, mean, I, I know, I I know that he's good, that. but like every time I watch him, he's like not good. It's like not standing out. Yeah. Yeah. He's tall. That stands out. Uh-huh. He's quick. But he's not doing anything. And I thought in the fourth quarter, I thought like it was going to be Halliburton time. Yeah. So I've heard he's a good fourth quarter player. Yeah. Yeah, I just I want to watch a Pacers game where Halliburton's good. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I just keep missing can't. him. He's two of seven from three. Ugh. Four of fifteen from the field. Mm-mm. Ten points. He got fourteen assists. He's Ayo. facilitating. But mm-hmm. I mean keeps dropping dimes to math or jordan yeah that was uh, that, that's like the last note oh. i have is like where is halliburton mm-hmm. i love this guy mm-hmm. i love this guy last year and i thought i thought the kings might have made a mistake trading him you disagreed jeff i remember you saying like we don't even know what this guy is they're getting sabonis back mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. you like the trade i was unsure of the trade and hate it but I just thought the Kings moved off of him too quick. Yeah, I remember you uh, thinking the Kings fucked up a little bit. Yeah, but I, I just don't, I don't but believe dude, every in every time I watch the Pacers, I'm like, yeah. oh, Halliburton got like a low scoring double double. Jalen Smith had a bad game too, which did not help. He looked yeah. lost out there. Yeah. Like Gobert was just having his he, way. I don't think he's good. He's good. He just met his match against those yeah. fucking dudes. That you that that Utah interior that Minnesota interior <laughs> Utah. was a bit fucking much I think for him he has yeah. good games but I think that was a lot for him he's I, not there yet halftime of the game we're watching right now he's got he's got nine points mm-hmm. already outplaying he's six of six from the line that's good mm-hmm. so he's getting to the free throw line hitting his free throws. And that's part of that learning a thing. Three, you know, this is like they got a lot of guys on this roster that are learning. Buddy Hill doesn't fall into that category. Buddy Hill needs to go. Who would? Okay, so who does Matherin start over? Does he start Buddy over? Buddy Hill, Smith or Heald? Heald. Okay, and he and you get maybe uh, some future for Heald. If I'm Andy, and if I'm Andy, I'm dumping. You just move off of Heald. I'm you're getting just, out. You're, I'm you're getting. Dumping. I'm fucking out of there. If I'm if I'm Andy, because he all those fucking missed shots could have been Halliburton. Mm-hmm. All those missed shots could have been 
Matthew and yeah, that's I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, healed is he's not he's not good. <laughs> I'm so sick of him. <laughs> I'm so sick of him. He'll probably have a great game like next week, but I don't know. I wasn't a big healed fan in Sacramento either. So my, my opinion hasn't changed about him. Undersized too. Uh, I can't actually shoot threes. Just repeating myself now. <clears throat> so Halliburton, how do you feel about it now? <laughs> I don't know. Just shrugging. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's this is a weird Halliburton game. Yeah. He did not stand out. He did not stand out. But like he keeps putting up massive stats and in the last ten games going into this, they were eight and two and had won five in a row. Mm. The, the Pacers. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, and the Wolves had run four in a row. I think both both these teams were on winning yeah, streaks when they played they against were. each other. That was a good. Yeah, that's good correct. pick game. Good pick game. Yeah, they were going into this game. Both teams. It was. It was a. You would want this. East versus West teams that see each other twice, and they're on four and five game winning winning streaks. Some good matchups. Yeah, and the Pacers play a bunch of big guys. Yeah, they not do. sure if you guys knew this. The Wolves have a couple of big guys. Yeah, they do. They do. They do. But the Pacers are in fourth place in the East, which is insane. Yeah. But I mean, they're tied with like four other teams, so, so whatever. It's gonna be a lot of jostling around. Woo. We're getting Woo-hoo. into we're getting into the thick stuff. What just happened? Miles Turner just. Freaking yammed it. <laughs> I haven't been watching the game. It's back on now. Oh my god, he gave it up. That's just a poor rebounding effort from the Pacers there. I could just watch this game easily. Hmm. Lakers versus Andy. It's kind of interesting, especially with the LeBron Matthew and bullshit. LeBron got two different color shoes on. Which means he really wasn't prepared for this game. <laughs> it's mismatch Monday. <laughs> <laughs> mismatch Monday. <laughs> uh, Jeff, should we uh, should we pick a game? We do. For the next podcast? We do need to do that while we watch the rest of this Lakers. Before we do that, can I have one more beer? Pacers game. What do you want? What do you got? I got a ranch and a bud and uh, this berry noir. I'll take the ranch. Ranch water. Yeah, he's got a rancherita. A rancherita. 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 I'm trying to cut back on my gluten and not drink so much beer. Rancherita. As LeBron would That's say. Good. That's just like, a fad. LeBron would say, Rancherita, that's for Tuesday. <laughs> such a fuck. Uh, yeah. Wolves, wolves suck. Well, the Wolves I won. I don't, I don't know, man. The Wolves won, and it seemed pretty easy for them. The Pacers could never really get closer than 10. I get the fourth quarter. 
I guess what I'm saying when I, I'm repeating myself again for the tenth time, I don't think this wolf seems any better with Gobert. Yeah. It's frustrating. Find some new material. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's you know what sucks is that like we we've been so keyed in on like the Gobert and Towns thing. We'd never said Anthony Edwards' name once sure. the entire pit game, did we? Sure. Yeah. We did? It happened. Yeah. But he was just kind of there. Yeah. He put up like almost 20 points. Yeah. He had a game. but He had he's, 19. He's not like. Seven rebounds. He's not standing out. Yeah. like a, He has not taken the leap. And he, no. And uh, we talked about this like fucking like two episodes ago or something. Like where he was just like think maybe he had a bad off season. Maybe he didn't work. I don't know. He's too busy committing hate crimes. I don't fucking know enough That's about true. Minnesota. I know that he's not better. That's all I know. Yeah. So if anybody can tell me why, I'd love to fucking hear thoughts about Anthony Edwards like all day. Like tell me thoughts about Anthony Edwards. We have a number you can call if you have thoughts about Anthony Edwards. Because help me figure it out. Like a lot, there's a lot of different opinions. Is it the lanes clogged? Is it he is not that interested? Is it that he thinks he already made it and he doesn't have to fucking do anything? Like I don't fucking know. Yeah. Call us nine zero one three hundred sixty five seventy five. Leave a voicemail. I want to hear all the Anthony Edwards shit, but I'm not going to hear anything because you're all just a bunch of cowards. Ain't nobody going to call and. Tell me what they really think about Anthony Edwards. This is a forum for your, you can let your voice be heard. Don't be scared. Come let your on. Voice be heard. You know who I'm talking to. You hear me. Mm-hmm. And I'm staring straight at you. You specifically. I'm coming right at you. Listener. Dude, like, I don't know. It's like, every time I see somebody. And they know, like, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, how's the podcast? How's the podcast? I'm like, why don't you fucking contribute? Yeah, call in. <laughs> well, why would I do that? I don't know, because you can. Mm-hmm. What else are you doing? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> really. <laughs> In this economy, you can't afford to do anything else. Call the number. Dude, I, it's fine. Like if we have listeners all over the country and the world, the world, even the world, actually, and Google Translate. Just does anybody use know? It Can anybody in? tell me something new about Anthony Edwards? Can anybody, or is it just he's just fucking bullshit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that what it is? Uh, he's not I, I i guess cat's not Jokic, and we're waiting for edwards to do something mm-hmm. yeah fair enough let's move off the pick game i think we talked about it enough podcast is getting long let's pick a game for next uh week that we're off so it'll be a week from this week game <clears throat> We are picking games uh, from the week of Monday, December 5th to Sunday, December 11th. Yeah, we're skipping a week because we don't want to overwork ourselves. 
Here in Memphis, winter is coming, and we have to we need to spend some time winterizing our houses. There's a lot going on, man. I got shit to do, and also we're about to be swamped at work. Yeah, December is going to be light on podcasts. <laughs> I'm Hol- just going to tell you right holidays now. Holidays are coming. I'll know. tell you right now, like working in a restaurant around the holidays is is a, it's not nice. It's not a good time. No. I mean, we make the best of it, and we'll be fine. But it's 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 hard. It's a lot, mm-hmm. and so we'll be taking time off, and we're gonna start a little early because we we, we we've done pretty well, and it's just a lot going on. Um, let's pick a game Monday, Phoenix at Dallas. We're gonna use a five star system because I am a five star man. Mm-hmm. How many stars? Do we care about Phoenix at Dallas? I love Phoenix at Dallas. That's a Monday night game. We never get to do Monday night games. Yeah. I haven't watched Phoenix play. Mm-hmm. And I may have seen one Dallas game this mm-hmm. season. So um, Sounds fun. Bo, what do you think? I'd like to see that. Maybe we'll have Chris Paul back. Maybe not. But Pimba will be mm. in the rotation, presumably. And to me, it's Chris in Dallas. I'm sorry to cut you off, but to me, Chris Paul is a non-factor right now for Phoenix. Yeah. Cameron Payne is balling. So I would watch that game without Chris Paul. Uh-huh. Easily. Okay. Um, just want to know your opinion on how many stars. And I'd if that's interesting to you. I'd say it's around three, three and a half, somewhere in there. Brian? But I would happily watch it. Yeah, you would be cool with that? Okay. Yeah. I love it. Not to give it four stars. So we'll settle with three and a half. The next game I have for us, and I'm training downwards, Denver at Portland. There's Dame's not playing right now, so forget it. The other game Thursday is Clippers at Miami. That intrigues me, but not as much as Phoenix-Dallas. Whereas I would give Phoenix-Dallas four stars, I would give... Clippers heat 3.25 stars. Well, what's interesting about Clippers heat is there's good matchups in that game. We can scrap it though. Friday, Atlanta at Brooklyn. Hmm. I kind of like that. Maybe we'll get a TJ Warren 50 point game. Trey (laughs) Trey versus Kyrie. TJ Warren might be back. Yeah. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be it's gonna be Murray on Kyrie. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. That that that's actually mm-hmm. pretty intriguing. I'm not sure. Yeah. How the the Nets deal with Young and Murray, and then mm-hmm. guards. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a good one. We're guards. I'll start with and, three stars. It, it, does anything? Does anybody have more than three stars for that? No. Uh, another game Friday is Milwaukee at Dallas. We've done Bucks, so we'll scrap it. Yeah, and I'd rather see Phoenix play Dallas. Agreed. Saturday, finals rematch. Boston at Golden State. Big time. Mm. It's an ABC game. Yeah, so it's a little more high profile than we're used to, which it's it's a game that I want to watch, though, so I don't really yeah. care. We could be a lot of fun. What do we do? We come on here and just say, that was a lot of fucking yeah. fun. 
Yeah. I'll give that one three and a half. Anything more than that, Bo? I would say right. it's a four-star game. But. Oh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. It's it's a, a, I mean, it's going to be a good game. It's an elite game. Yeah. Yeah. And this is potentially the way Boston's been playing, and Golden State hasn't quite – I mean, they, they waxed the Wolves just recently. but mm-hmm. Warriors are rolling. Boston's rolling. Yeah, but yeah. they are. It could be a really, really good game. should be a good, exciting game. Uh, ABC, they're like a pretty big television network. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine that they scheduled this game to broadcast because they think it'll be a good game. Yeah, it's a finals rematch. Yeah. I've got one more for the running. Sunday. Kings versus Knicks. <laughs> so I'm pretty much a toss up between Boston Golden State and Phoenix <laughs> Dallas. Just gonna pretend you didn't even say that. Kings Knicks <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Good front courts and guards. Sabonis versus Randall. Some serious coaching going on. Fox Mike Brown. Brunson. Those are two really good point guards. It's a good point guard matchup. It's a really good point guard matchup. Yeah, I don't think I can put myself through it. So Phoenix at Dallas or the big mainstream or the like Brooklyn, Atlanta. I don't know. I can't decide. I can. I mean, I'll do it if you just want me to pick one, but. Does anybody, Brian? What's your pick? Now the star system has Boston Warriors, Phoenix, Dallas, and then Atlanta, Brooklyn. Like mm-hmm. I said, I haven't seen Phoenix yet this year. Mm-hmm. I have seen Boston. I have seen Golden State. I have seen Dallas. I would like to see this Phoenix Dallas a lot. You you may have sold me on Boston Golden State rolling into the holidays. Let's treat ourselves. Mm-hmm. With like a with like a good big fun matchup, mm-hmm. yeah. But I think Phoenix Dallas could be that as well. I don't think Brooklyn Atlanta is the one. No, 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 no. So we're taking that out. No. And Bo, do you have a pick on Boston Warriors or Phoenix Dallas? The star system has Boston um, Warriors. Hey, star system never fails. I think this, I'd say the star system wins and. I'm counterculture, so I'm gonna go opposite of the star system, but I'll I'll go with the star system. If that makes sense. I'm happy either way. Um the star system is not like cultural, like it's it's our star system. So <laughs> Yeah, I know, but I'm still if gonna you run. Wanna watch every, the other everything. game, just say it. Like that's just <clears throat> I'm fucking with you. I I, they're both fucking good, man. Yeah, they are. You're right. You're right. We can't fail here. I want to watch Phoenix Dallas. That's the game. That's the game? Wait, you want to wait, you just said you want to watch Phoenix Dallas. I told you I'd okay. go either way. Phoenix Dallas. I wanted you guys to sway me and you didn't, so Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think both of those games are gonna be great. Uh Phoenix Dallas is the one. Should we Because we haven't seen those teams yeah. and I'm interested to see what's going on with Dallas. Why are they sub 500? <laughs> yeah. Well, so let's do let's Jaylen do Brunson. Phoenix Dallas is a pick game, but let's have some notes on Boston Golden Golden State. We're all gonna watch that and game. We always do this. We're all gonna watch that game. We always do this, but do I want to work while I'm watching that game? It's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's that's something I didn't even think about. Mm-hmm. 
Like let's just wa- let's just like drink and watch that game. Yeah, have a good time. I think you're onto something. We could watch that game. Phoenix Dallas. That's the pick game. That's the pick game. It's decided. That's the one we'll analyze. Yeah, that's the one we'll pay atten- the most attention to for sure. Well, you come on here. So remind us, it's Suns Dallas, December. It's Monday, December fifth, week eight. And then we'll see everybody back here December twelfth, and then we will be off for two weeks after that <laughs> for holidays. So to sum it up, Indiana's fun but growing. Mm-hmm. Still figuring it out. Minnesota's good mm. but probably not good enough for playoff basketball. And we're going to have like an old school like Jason Kidd, Steve Nash showdown. <laughs> Dallas and Phoenix brings up old memories. Blue versus orange. Green versus purple. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) All right. Let's get out of here. Let's call it. Bo, thank you very much for uh, doing this podcast with me. I appreciate you every week. Thanks for having me. Brian, thanks for coming by. Absolutely. Anytime. And thank you, anybody, for listening. Kick it! You don't understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. ending anybody would tell you no they want you calm yeah and like not knowing the world is ending but yeah we're definitely in the midst of a societal collapse like there's no question goodbye everyone <laughs>